everybody. Welcome to the latest episode of the Left Media Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Mitchell. And I'm Mike. And today we're doing a Patreon-requested film, uh, at Commie Party Hats, uh, on Twitter, uh, requested that we do the film Okja. So that's what we're going to be doing today. Uh, really excited about it. Um, he also suggested last week for us to do, um... Uh, Snowpiercer, and that turned out to be a really fun film to, to get into and, and talk about. And um, Okja is by the same director, um, which came after Snowpiercer, so he was um, a little bit more experienced, had uh, had more stuff to work with. And uh, yeah, I, I, I'm really excited to get into this one. There's there's a shit ton to talk about. Yeah, yeah. This one also from uh, director Bong Joon Ho. Um, and it's more confident, I think, and balanced. And uh, I enjoyed Snowpiercer, but I think I enjoyed Okja a little more. Um, it had a good energy to it. It really and, did. Uh, and we'll get into that a little bit. Uh, first, I'd like to say it was uh, written and directed by Bong Joon-ho. Um, and it stars uh, An Seo-hun as, as Mija. Hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, Tilda Swinton as uh, as Nancy and Lucy, um, mm-hmm. and uh, Jake Gyllenhaal um, as Doctor John. I don't remember his last name. All right. Um, Giancarlo Esposito as Frank. Paul Dano as Jay. Lily Collins as Red. Stephen Yoon yeah. as K, um, Devin Bostic as Silver, and uh, Shirley Henderson as Jennifer. And I thought I thought the acting was great. I thought the cast was great. I really enjoyed a lot of it. Yeah, great cast. Yeah, and he manages to to get some some uh, really really good actors for his movies. Yeah, I, Tilda Swinton was in Snowpiercer as well, yep. and um, but th- this one, you know, like. I'm a little biased, but I like Jake Gyllenhaal in most yeah. things that he does, mm-hmm. and he brought a real uh, energy to it. I thought it would, and kind of a goofy thing, yeah. um, as well as Paul uh, Dano, Dano or Dano, I'm not sure, but I'm gonna say Dano. Um, Either works, I'm sure. Yeah, um, and I, I like him a lot, and uh, I thought I thought him and uh, and 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 Kay and the rest of uh, of the ALF. Um, that is the Animal Liberation Front, front um, an animal kind of activist group that tries to liberate Okja um, at one point in the film, which we'll get into. Uh, I thought I thought that group brought a little bit of um, an interesting, uh, almost a, a comedic element. Yeah, yeah, you know? for sure. Um, they were they were the the I think it was one of the best depictions and and again we'll we'll get into it a little bit more later but I I think it was one of the the most accurate um, and sincere and best depictions of of what I guess the West would would call eco terrorists or, or or whatever you want to label them as from a um, from from a non-leftist perspective, I, I guess that's what they would be labeled as. Hmm. Could be. I have no idea. Yeah. I, I, I would I, think of them as like maybe eco-anarchists or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I, I think from, I've heard the term eco-terrorist as uh, used before. 
and <clears throat> I guess that's what they could be labeled as um, for kind of disrupting the the and, and being like such an environmentalist kind of uh, group. Yeah, very interesting. And I think uh, there are a lot of themes like liberalism, corporatism, uh, environmentalism, uh, exploitation of, of human beings and animals, uh, all kinds of things we're going to get into, um, especially the uh, that kind of fine line between corporatism and environmentalism as a marketing technique that is mm-hmm. seen so often now. Um, I think we could talk a little bit about Elon Musk and some of his recent things, and, and, and we'll get into some of that later on, but... Uh, there's a lot to cover here, and we appreciate the suggestion and recommendation for this film. And signing up for our Patreon. Yeah, for sure. Because if you do, uh, you can join the $1 tier. Uh, you just want to support the show because uh, you, you like us a lot, and we really appreciate that. Um, that's the um, the Comrade tier. Then there's the $3 Commissars tier where you donate $3 and um like at commie party hats and then you get to request any film that you want and uh we we guarantee to do it and then if you want to uh go to the vanguard tier and donate five dollars a month to us you can uh, not only select your own film and have it guaranteed that we'll do it on the show you yourself can come on the show and talk about it with us so just a just a fun little initiative to 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 help folks uh um Join in on the show and, and be able to, to, to uh, have some input on the show and, and uh, help us cover stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, renting movies and going to these movies and, and, and checking them all out and, uh, and also just, uh, you know, paying for, like, hosting costs and things like that. We're not making any money off of this, of course. So we're just uh, we're working class people and, and uh, just trying to keep the show going. And uh, we appreciate all the support that we get. Absolutely. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the movie itself. First. All right, all right. Um, I really enjoyed it. I uh, I think it had, like I said, kind of an energy about it. There was some absurdity and some humor. I thought yep. just the um, the scene where um, Okja is running through the uh, like shopping center or whatever. Yeah. Everything had kind of like an absurd thing to it, but it was just the the visual of that. But it was really pretty funny. Um, I thought the uh, you know talking about the the, the visual aspects. I did think it looked great. Uh, I love the nature scenes of of, of Okja early on in the farm and in, in the South Korean countryside. Um, and I thought that. Uh, the uh, that it was well shot, you know the cinematography. I thought uh, also when uh, when Okja escaped in the city, there were some like shots from from the sky down um, that were were really good. And the the um, the scene in the tunnel where mm-hmm. the, we first see the ALF and the whole uh, escape or, or or freeing of Okja occurs. Um, I thought there was a lot of great camera work and, and, and directing and everything there um, and I just thought that like the orange yellow kind of lighting of that whole um, tunnel and everything was really interesting um, I, I liked it a lot I was uh, a big fan of how it looked yeah yeah um, for sure um, as hard as it was I thought 
um, the sequencing and and the lighting and the way it was shot. Um, the I guess the 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 slaughterhouse. Yeah. Um, I thought I thought the way that they shot Mija, um, kind of like stumbling her way through it, seeing all the everything like kind of coming to to realization for her on on what exactly she where she was and what she was looking at this that and the other um and just seeing like the the whole process of the of the slaughterhouse um was was very well shot and and um the the lighting for it was was uh really nice it, it was kind of like this like blue kind of cold yeah, a, lot of, a lot of gray and blue and kind of a cold atmosphere yeah um real bleak like and it was just I, I I think that was uh I think that whole thing from 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 where they they like picked up with Mija like like I said stumbling around it and then concluding with Mija giving the the Nancy lady her her golden pig I think that was probably um, not only like the I think like the the best shot. I think it's also my my favorite scene overall. Okay, cool. Um, because I I just I just loved everything about it. Um, yeah. The the emotion that it it um, made made me feel is as in in terms of um, if it if it meant to make me feel bad about the the process that these animals go through for us to eat them, um, it. It made me question a lot, um, which I, I think is what the film sets out to do originally, um, and and I just thought it was was extremely well acted. Yeah, yeah. I think my favorite scene might have been um, at the end of that kind of like chase scene or whatever, mm-hmm. um, uh, where they finally catch up with the. Uh, ALF and Okja and Misha and they uh, are trying to shoot uh, tranquilizers at Okja and take her in the mall still yeah yeah at the the end of that scene and like there's like a John Denver song playing yeah and and the umbrellas come out to like dude that was cool as shit and the colors and everything I just thought that the umbrellas to guard against the uh, deflect the uh, the tranquilizers or darts or whatever and Mm -hmm. um yeah, and that was, that was just rad. a really uh, a really cool scene. But also, as far as acting, um, I think that last scene you were talking about, one of those last scenes, was really good. But I also really liked the uh, the early scene early on when when he gave her that gold pig and uh, her grandfather, Misha's grandfather, uh, when they were still in. Uh, South Korea and on their farm and uh, you could really sense the emotion I think um, from uh, who played Misha I think that was a, a lot of, of um, emotion conveyed mm-hmm. and uh, I really that was when I started to really connect with the film I think Yep. yep. Um, uh, she was wonderful yeah Anne Seo Hun I think um, yeah is, is her name so um I may be saying that wrong. Correct me if I am, but um, but I thought she was really great, and I, that's when I started to connect with the movie. And then, of course, the next scene where she busts the bank open, the, the like piggy bank or whatever, yeah. open, and and gets all the money and coins, and and leaves her grandfather there um, to chase after Okja. 
um, I just thought that that was when I really started to, to like bond with the characters and um, and then of course you know you, you meet Jake Gyllenhaal's character after that and he brings like I said kind of an energy to it and a humor um, so I thought very well acted um, those are my few favorite scenes I think mm-hmm. for visual and for acting um, if we want to talk about shots and the acting I think it's kind of all combined there because I loved all of that um, I also thought the acting from Paul Dano and Giancarlo Esposito was great. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's to be expected. I love them in a lot of their works. Um, and uh, I haven't seen Paul Dano in anything else other than this, but he 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 certainly made me a a fan from from watching that last yeah. night. He's a great actor. I mean, There Will Be Blood was incredible, and. Uh, and Prisoners was really good. He was with Jake Gyllenhaal in that too. Oh, cool, cool. Um, I'll uh, I'll definitely have to check those out. Um, the The way that he was with with when when conveying his kind of uh, credo and 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 mission statement to Mija in the in the I, was it in the tunnel or in the back of the the truck wherever it was when when they were talking about. What what uh and and Stephen Young's character was translating. Um, I I just thought like he he conveyed like everything just so well and and I was I was really impressed. Paul Dano. Yeah yeah, yeah I, I I was just really impressed on on how like well acted he did that. Uh, yeah, he always has a lot of empathy. And, yeah, and you can yeah, tell that's. In his- his facial expressions—he he really expresses a lot. That's exactly um, it, man. I and he just, doesn't always play such a sincere character, but uh, like not, I was not yeah, from what I, I've seen, I, but he's he's a very interesting actor. I I bought everything that he was saying in in, in uh, his his mission statement and and uh, when Misha like said, "Yeah, you can do it," I was like, "Yeah," because because I was like uh, just rooting for for her to to buy into. Um, Paul Dano's character like I was right um, so the writing I think the writing was was really really good too I mean I think it did uh, in the in the area of, of directing and writing I think it suffered a little bit from an odd pace again it, it, mm-hmm. it fell out of, 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 of rhythm for me a little bit in the middle of the film mm-hmm. um, it had a lot of you know, a little bit of a slow introduction, but it really built well to that kind of climactic scene in yeah. the, the chase and the mall and everything. But then it kind of um, dropped off, which was fine because, like you said, they were kind of declaring the mission statement and, and, and kind of having some of those quieter moments um, and kind of pushing the narrative forward and, and, and everything. But uh, it... Uh, to me, it was a little bit uh, dropped off a little bit and stayed there a little too long. Mm-hmm. But then it uh, then it picked back up and it ended really well. I thought so. Um, you know, having said that, uh, I just realized I'm not sure we read the plot. Oh yeah, we should do that for so sure. I should probably probably give folks uh, some idea of what we're talking about here. Um, and. Uh, according to Netflix, um, it is, quote, For ten idyllic years, young Misha has been caretaker and constant companion to Okja, 
a massive animal, and an even bigger friend at her home in the mountains of South Korea. But that changes when a family-owned, multinational conglomerate, Mirando Corporation, takes Okja for themselves and transports her to New York, where image-obsessed and self-promoting CEO Lucy Mirando has big plans for Mija's dearest friend. With no particular plan, but single-minded in intent, Mija sets out on a rescue mission, but her already daunting journey quickly becomes more complicated when she crosses paths with disparate groups of capitalists, uh, demonstrators, and consumers, each battling to control the fate of Okja, while all Mija wants to do is bring her friend home. Deftly blending genres, humor, poignancy, and drama, Bong Joon-ho begins with the gentlest of premises, the bond between man and animal, and ultimately creates a distinct and layered vision of the world that addresses the animal inside us all. Okja is a Plan B entertainment, Lewis Pictures, and Kate Street Picture Company in production with associ- in association with Netflix. End quote. Um, so obviously that 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 tells you a lot right there. Um, but I thought you know. Uh, overall, I think the the writing, directing, the cinematography, um, the acting, of course, everything was was really well put put together and more confident um, than I f- I felt uh, Snowpiercer was. Mm-hmm. Um, just to mention a couple of favorite lines um, while we're on the writing. Uh, my favorite line was the driver of the truck. For the corporation, yeah. he was really um, yeah, we're in the tunnel. He said, uh, you know, his his manager or boss or whatever's really concerned about it and what's happening and, and what's happening to the truck and everything. And, uh, and 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 he says, quote, it's not it's not mine. It's company property. Yeah. Uh, so you know, um, he wasn't about to get out there and risk his nope. risk his neck for something like that because uh, Lucy Miranda doesn't give a shit about him. No. So no, she sure didn't. Um, yeah, that's probably mine too. Just because I, uh, it, it was it was one of the most relatable things. And then when the when his boss or whatever is like running after, he he gets out of the truck and he's running. And he says, uh, "quote This is what company loyalty looks like." End quote. <laughs> and then he hits his, you know, he runs into the door and knocks himself out. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that was my favorite, yeah. my favorite line and my favorite little exchange. Just because it relates, I think, in, in, to that kind of corporatist exploitation that we're um, that is so embedded in, in so much of this film. Yeah, it, it kind of reminded me of I, I've, I've seen like this kind of it. It might be a meme. It might be an actual story. Um, but but this thing has kind of made the rounds on on Facebook about how this um, this this woman is is working at Target or whatever. And um, she tries scanning something, and it won't scan. And, and she tries it over and over, and it, it, it just won't scan. And she eventually just tells the customer, fuck it, just take it. They're not paying me enough to care about this shit anyway. Yeah. So um, yeah. It, it, it really reminded me of that. And, and uh, I, yeah, just... That's interesting. Fu- I haven't fuck, seen that. Fuck a company, and it's... <laughs> All that. Yeah, I think you have. To, I, I think you typically have two camps when it comes to stuff like that. Um, there's usually either the people who buy in 
that work for a corporation at any level. Mm-hmm. They're people who buy in hardcore, and they're going to defend that company and their profits and their exploitation of their labor um, and everything. Even uh, if they're the ones getting exploited. Right. Yeah, because it's their camp, and they feel some sort of ownership of it, even though it's a, it's an illusion. Um or there are people who understand the reality of that, that it is an illusion, and that, uh, you know, we need jobs and we need to survive. We have to do what we have to do, but, uh, you know, nobody needs to be, uh, um, especially in this case, in this line, risking their risking their life, you know, getting yeah. out of this truck in the middle of this, you know, this big takeover thing by this group. So, um I think you have two camps, and I only understand one of those. Yep, but, <laughs> me too. Me too. Um, but I mean, I, I, you know, I get having to keep your job and do what you got to do, but, uh, but just you know, marrying yourself up with, with uh, a corporation that you work for that doesn't give a shit about you more than is necessary or mandatory for you to survive. Yeah, just is, is just odd to me. Bootlicking that hard yeah, just yeah. doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I just, I, I don't get it. I never will, and never have. Right. Um. So on that note, do you want to jump into some of the? Uh, well, what would you? What would you rate? Oh it? yeah, we got to rate it. Um. Oh, and, and would you watch it again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. So I would probably give it. I don't know. I I'd have I'd have to give it at least an eight, maybe an eight point five. Okay. Now that I've seen uh, two of of this director's work, um, I. I, I definitely think Okja is is a better film, um, so I think that's going to have to make me scale back my my rating for Snowpiercer to to an eight, and and I want to give Okja an eight point five. That's fair. I, I think I gave Snowpiercer seven five. Yeah, yeah, you did. And I give Okja either an eight or an eight point five, and so you're at eight for Snowpiercer now. Yeah, and and then an eight point five for for Okja, and I would. Most certainly watch it again too, uh, yeah. because again, there's just there's so much there to to, to kind of extrapolate and, and 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 it's 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 genuinely a fun movie. It's it, it's kind of a journey in a way because she goes from 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 South Korea to New York to back to South Korea, and it's 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 just kind of a a, a fun journey and it, it's hard to watch, sure, um, but I think the message is important and. Um, it, it's just a, 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 a fun movie, and uh, um, I, I, th- I really think he balanced this film out a lot better than he did Snowpiercer because Snowpiercer like, just didn't have a lot of comedy in it at all. Um, no kind of like comedic relief to kind of break up the tension of the movie, and, mm-hmm. and I think um, comedy, at least hints of it in, in films, to kind of just get a laugh and, and, and break up the, the seriousness is always needed in a film. Um, whether it be just like a, a small joke or, or however he portrayed the, 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 the anarchist in this film. Um, and I think it's a, uh, yeah, and, and I think in this one there's an absurdity to it too, just some of the images of Okja. Yeah. But um, I think that's, we want that in film and we want that in our art because it's in our lives. You know, no series of events is 100% unless you're dealing with some serious, serious motherfuckers. But, you know, no, like, no series of events really goes goes without some sort of, you know, uh, 
break for for some sort of relief or something lighter. Yeah, I mean, um, even when I was handcuffed in the back of a police car last week, I was I was making jokes and and yeah, uh, I mean, it's so like, I mean, I got to break I got to find a way to break up the the fucking seriousness of this situation and and uh and it's like a disarming kind of characteristic you know yeah so it's like i've 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 heard a lot about that in uh in songwriting too you know different songwriters um have talked about you know you you kind of laugh or cry right with with a lot of things and so it's like sometimes you do both in the same experience or moment or whatever and and uh so i like that it was just so balanced it was a it was a film about, you know, this girl's life for this, you know, time, um, which Snowpiercer was as well. But it was, uh, I think, um, I think Okja was well balanced. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So now th- that, uh, would you watch it again? I, it's, I feel the same way about Snowpiercer. I would probably watch it again. I want to watch it again. But a lot of it was hard to watch. It was. And so that's going to make it more difficult. But I would like to. Yeah, for sure. So now we can uh, move on to our more uh, political-themed stuff. Yeah, and, you know, again, liberalism, corporatism, environmentalism, exploitation, those are themes that are all throughout almost every part of this film. Mm-hmm. So, you know, sometimes we'll take it issue by issue and we'll pick out parts of the film that are, you know, fit within each, you know, issue category or whatever. Mm-hmm. This one, I'm not sure we can, uh, we can do that because not as in such a kind of compartmentalized way because uh, it encompasses of, so much of the film, right? All of these themes are so, uh, just kind of, uh, well woven throughout so mm-hmm. um to me the first thing that i was hit with was when you see lucy mirando giving the the big talk and presentation at the beginning of the film um about and kind of like letting you in on the plot a little bit about these super pigs being given to farmers for 10 years all across the world and and now it's a it's a competitive thing, who can grow the biggest ones and mm-hmm. all this. Um, I, it's very my first thought, and I think we 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 agree on this, and we mentioned it was that it's kind of it's very liberal. They're rebranding the company with a new liberal face, you know, or uh, just kind of you know maybe not a rebranding, but it's a. You know, uh, they're definitely pushing that agenda. They're definitely pushing that kind of corporate good guy, good guy right. capitalist. Capitalism, capitalism with a smile. Yeah, look at, you know, look at how this is not globalism, this is not imperialism, and this is not gross capitalism. Uh, this is us giving these pigs to these, you know, poor farmers in all these con- all these different places. And, and, uh, giving them a shot at, you know, some portion of the American dream or some piece of the pie, you know, um, which is really just just as inherently fucked up. It's mm-hmm. just they were kind of, Lucy, her character, just kind of, you know, had a spin on it. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of that liberalism kind of uh, going 
going around in corporations. Now. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was interesting that uh, Giancarlo's character was was um, mimicking and mocking her speech down to a T, even down to like the the, the hand gestures. Yeah, um, which I I kind of took it as though like Giancarlo's character was was more to the right of of where Lucy was and and then later on in the film I think Nancy's character kind of confirms that and and we'll get to that a little bit later but um I I don't think Giancarlo's character um really had had any time for for Lucy and her uh, liberal antics and and putting that happy smile on the corporatism and and um just I I think uh John Carlo's character and, and and Nancy later on just just wanted boots on the neck kind of yep. thing. Yep, and uh, I think they were much more aggressive um, capitalists in that sense. But um, you know, let's not try to pretty it up or anything. It yeah. just is what it is. But um, you know, I, I think we see a lot of that now. I think that. You know, for some reason, there you've got these philanthropists, um, like, you know, or these 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 people who are seen as philanthropic to some degree, like Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. You know, all of these people who are you know incredibly rich and have gotten there. Uh, by way of exploiting uh, people and their labor uh, and extracting um, profit from the labor that people put in um, that should not be their own, that should still belong to um, the workers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you got, and, you and, got... And then there's still good guys and nice guys, you know? Right, because... You know, like none of the the, the factory workers at, at Tesla can afford to buy a fucking Tesla car, right? Um, and that's just terrible and shitty and, and not fair, right? And, and and he's supposed to be this savior. That's last week. I was I was uh, sadly confused that he was he was going to take us to space, and and <laughs> uh, this week I've I've unfortunately come to terms that uh, we're we don't contribute enough in his mind to to uh we don't have enough money to 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 make the trip unfortunately unless he he sticks us in the back of the rocket and where we burn right. up yeah um or there's some other uh value for our labor that that can be extracted and exploited sure sure um so you know i think that's a real this movie was re- was released um Last year in 2017, mm-hmm. uh, which I believe I forgot to mention earlier, but uh, it uh, it's it's a very you know timely film in that sense. Yep. I think that it's without being too on the nose. I think there's a lot of critique of that corporatist um, kind of liberal seeming um, nice you know nice capitalist. Mm-hmm. Uh, thing I think there's a lot of, of criticisms of that in this film, uh, and that is really a, a, a thing that is perfect for our time. Um, so I think that's that's needed, and I'm glad that that's out there. I'm glad that, that exists in in art um, now because that critique is one that we need. Because 
very often we still see people um, on the left or uh, to some degree, you know, um, kind of siding with with Elon Musk on like environmental issues. Sure. You know, um, and there's a lot coming out now. Like he's a big donor for uh, um, keeping Republicans in uh, in Congress and reelecting them. You know, that came out this week or last week. Well, sure, that kind of helps prop up if, if he keeps the right people in place that that are, are put there to... And, and Republicans are, are known for fucking tearing shit down than if, uh, if he... If, if liberals get in and, and try to fix any of this shit, um, then what's he going to have to donate to? Yeah, I mean, you know... The thing is that we assume wrongly that because he is, in, you know, has some environmental um, or you know, environmentally friendly aspect of business, that he is um, generally going to be um, environmentally friendly and conscious and mm-hmm. conscious of inequality and, and different things. And that's not true at all. I no. mean, so, you know, I think that uh, that that's very clear that now we're starting to kind of get wise to the fact that it's a marketing strategy. Mm-hmm. You know, he wants to sell very expensive cars to rich people, and all he's doing is marketing them to environmentally conscious rich people. That's just another business strategy nope. that has nothing to do with his own, you know... Um, altruism or something, you no. know. So, um, I think this this film kind of highlights a lot of that. Yeah, which is basically what what Lucy was doing. Like this this uh, this super pig Okja and and all the others were were supposed to like be this like environmentally friendly thing, and it was supposed to 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 solve all these other problems. And then the last thing she says in her speech, but most importantly, it's got to taste fucking good. Yep. So that's that. That's mainly the the thing. It's 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 just capitalism and corporatism with a smile. Yep. While exploiting the labor of those farmers too. Yep. yep. You know, so it's not only taking advantage. We could talk a little bit about the exploitation kind of within this, or while unpacking the the, the broader issues of the corporatism and and, and liberalism, but. Um, they're you know the 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 exploitation of those farmers and um, I mean what was that structure like I mean I'm not even sure that there was I'm not sure was that explained like as far as the resources that were used by the farmers to raise this these pigs yeah I don't think so so you know it's like um, were they compensated or was it just a um, you know, some I, sort of wait, 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 wait. Um, I believe I believe the grandfather ended up saying because Mija was under the impression that he bought Okja, remember? Mm-hmm. And he said no, they wouldn't allow me to, and so that's when he bought the golden pig. Right. So yeah, I think that kind of fills up that gap a little bit. But it's like you know, there's there's they really don't get into. Um, just how much of the labor of those farmers 
um, really goes to ultimately benefit the Miranda Corporation. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, I mean, raising that, that thing for, for 10 years had to uh, cost some stuff. Right, that's what I'm saying, all those resources. And uh, so not only the connection that Misha had you know made with Okja but mm-hmm. I mean just practically speaking the resources and the labor that went into to that whole thing raising I mean, it yeah um, and, and and all kind of um, pushed forward by that corporate kind of you know, you know, you know American competitive uh, you know thing who can who can do the best um, you know and the most labor for um, our profit's sake, right? Um, um, which is unfortunate, but uh, you know, I think that we see the liberalism and the kind of like the how it's you know optics are very important mm-hmm. um, because these are obviously we talk about marketing strategies. Um, if we're moving into a point. Uh, where we have great concerns about the environment and the world that we live in. Uh, you still have climate deniers, mm. but we, we have a lot of people that uh, have, you know, seen the science and accepted that and want to do something about it and still want to purchase all these products and are still able to. And so... You know, you see that as a as a marketing strategy because it's a read on we're moving into a you know part of our history, I guess, that is going to be defined in some sense by an anxiety of mm-hmm. climate crisis and, and and environmental concerns, and it's all it is is corporate you know interests and and capitalists responding to that anxiety mm-hmm. and then taking advantage of it, um, and so you see that happening with the kind of optics here. When the video footage of the of the chase and and the like ALF and Mija kind of uh, liberating Okja, mm-hmm. when that goes viral and it gets on the news, you see Lucy saying, you know, oh this poor little girl, but also this is going to make us look terrible. Yeah, right. So um, it's like. Uh, that's a very liberal kind of, you know, capitalism with a smile solution. She buys and, you know, pays for for a trip to um, New York City for, for Mija and is going to basically just kind of court her in that sense right. and try to, like, buy her uh, acceptance of this whole process. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's um, like, I, one of my notes here is, is they, they try so hard to win Mija over. It, 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 it's just, it's so easy to fall into that trope of, well, maybe those other guys are too extreme. The, the ones trying to liberate the animals. Uh, maybe... Maybe what Nant or Lucy is doing isn't isn't that bad, um, because it's it's so many people just fall into that like well it's the lesser of two evils which is how we came down to Hillary and and Trump in in the in the last election it's it's always like well Democrats are are the lesser of two evils so let's we we're not gonna fix everything so we might as well just go along with it because we're not gonna be able to do anything about it. Well, and this is, you know, 
specifically, I'm going to engineer a false sense of, you know, comfort for Mija mm-hmm. that we're going to kind of lull her into this acceptance, which I think we find in so many corporations and layers and, 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 and levels of government, you know, and it's just kind of inundate the consumer or the citizen or whatever with a thing until they've just submitted, um, until, you know, um, until it's, it's all encompassing. You're right. You right. Know? And, uh, because it's very, you know, kind of like we've, we've talked about, um, I know, I believe I read it for the first time in the book. Um, it was, uh, the book that you mentioned that was on, uh, it talks about children of men and, uh, uh, we 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 heard about it from an episode. Capitalist of, realism. Capitalist realism. Couldn't come up with the title. Um, it's hard to imagine, you know, a world without capitalism now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? it and, is. And, and 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 so I think they touched on that for 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 a, a good bit in that book. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, that's recommended reading for anybody. Yeah. Um, but uh, also, I, I just think that's a really interesting point that we've been so inundated with this thing that we can't imagine life without it. You know, we can't... And, and so then we start kind of... It's like fucking Stockholm Syndrome or something. We start, we start kind of like... Um, maybe that's how you get workers to get to that point where they defend the corporations, take mm-hmm. advantage of them, is, yep. you know, they see no other way of doing it. So um, so it's like that, that kind of thing is so thick and like... Um, palpable here in this film i think yeah that, it really is that corporatism and, and that uh, kind of exploitation and, and taking advantage of and and uh, and certainly misha is just a child who is, is on this journey and um in way over her head and these adults are just uh thinking of all the trouble she's caused them and how oh this poor little kid but also primarily the optics of what is this going to make us look like and how is it going to affect our bottom line. And how can we spin it in our favor. And meanwhile, Lucy is, this is all coming, this is all unraveling. Mm -hmm. Because for her, she's got, you know, um, Nancy, who we we meet later in Frank, uh, willing to come in and and basically kind of usurp her whole uh, position and, and ways of doing things. Uh, and and supplant it with uh, um, a less uh, happy capitalism. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 why bother with this optics shit? Just come out with what you are and just be it. Be if if you're gonna because we're that far gone. You know. Yeah, right. People people are so cynical now um, because this system has you know uh, kind of. Uh, become almost an inevitability in, in so many people's minds. Yeah. That uh, they have to play along. Mm-hmm. You know, which is... Um, Otherwise, they they <laughs> end up in the hands of the of the police. and Yeah. Or um, can't eat, you know. Right, yeah. Yeah. Even better point. So, uh, you know, I just thought that was a very interesting solution that she was just going to basically buy the acceptance of Misha. Yep. Um... And then, you know, on the other side, we, we have the ALF, which is, um, they put, of course, they put a, a, a recording device 
in Okja's ear mm-hmm. and then let her be recaptured um, so that they can document a lot of the things that the doctor, played by Jake Gyllenhaal, um, and this, this corporation's doing that's wrong and expose them. Um, which com- continues to then unravel the uh, Mirando Corporation's uh, yep. plan and, and, and this whole uh, super pig competition and, and everything. It's just gone terribly wrong by this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was really interesting that, that Jake Gyllenhaal's character was like, oh, woe is me, this place is so terrible, I'm going to do all these terrible things to you, mm-hmm. and I hate it, but instead of like being actively against... He, he more feels sorry for himself and the things that he has to do, but is still compliant and, and goes along with it, whereas mm-hmm. like folks like Misha and the ALF in this film are like, no, fuck that, we're going to do something about it and not mm-hmm. feel sorry for, not just feel sorry for the animals and not just feel sorry for ourselves about what goes on and knowing what goes on, we're actually going to do something about it. Yeah. Yep, for sure. And, uh, you know, with the ALF, um, they weren't completely. You know, I liked that they weren't completely without fault in the film. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the fact that Kay translated a lie. Yeah. Because you know he was translating uh, to the rest of the group what Misha was saying, and, and and they asked her if she was going to accept this plan, uh, and uh, she said what turned out to be, "I just want to take Okja home" or something, and. Kay translated that as she's she's down to do this. Yeah. Um, and so they used coercion and and um, you know just kind of an outright lie to to for their um, their own end. You know, which is uh, which it, that's a sticky situation too. Yep. Um, they thought it was for the greater good. Um, there's a really intense scene where Jay beats the shit out of Kay for doing that uh, and, and expels him, which is interesting. But uh, but I also, I thought, and then you had the one uh, activist who, because there was no ethical consumption of, or whatever, mm-hmm. um, w- would not eat. Right, 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 right. Which I found kind of bizarre, but uh, I get it, but I'm just sure. kind of like, wow, you know, um, that's an interesting approach. Um because he was obviously not able to carry out the mission mm-hmm. at some point because he was not, you know, uh, in a position to be able to do that. So, um, I thought that was interesting. Some of the some of the little nuances within the ALF as well. Yeah, uh, and that Misha was just kind of caught in between everybody mm-hmm. as the plot kind of laid out that we read earlier. Right. She just wanted to get her pig and go home, which I mean was was basically ALF's mission but they also wanted to serve a greater purpose as well right and uh kind of get get it publicized and 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 yeah because they were still willing to let the animal unfortunately suffer some yeah i think maybe when they saw it they regretted that sure sure um which of course yeah who wouldn't but um you know i think uh I think that was really interesting too, mm-hmm. um, and then I know you had uh, a couple of things you found to be particularly interesting about when Nancy shows up. Yeah, when when she showed up, I I liked they were outside of this building. It was after the the their pig festival went to shit, um, and Nancy shows up. 
And Nancy's all dressed in black. Lucy is all in pink, and then they 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 both like put their cigarette holders together while um, while smoking, and I think um, Lucy inhales or like tries to draw off of of uh, Nancy's cigarette to light it, as like everybody if, if you smoke you know like you can do it that way, um, and and I kind of took that to mean that um, well that that uh whereas like lucy was was more liberal and that and that and and i I think we were supposed to get that that nancy was more conservative um they still ultimately like kind of draw off each other and and, two sides the same coin exactly and and they're they're still like ultimately going to work together and uh after the same cause one is just capitalism and then the other one is is just capitalism with a smile right and i thought that was i wonder if that was like supposed to be like what we were supposed to get out of that yeah i know it was an important scene because i read uh after we watched it i found this article uh titled uh from usa today titled uh five secrets behind okja netflix's craziest movie yet it was published uh in june of 2017 by patrick ryan and the fifth thing that they mention um, is uh, the toughest scene to film uh, was that one. Okay. So um, I'll uh, I'll just read a little bit here. It says um, uh, this is quoting uh, uh, Tilda Swinton. She said that uh, when you when you would bump the cigarettes to light one or whatever uh she said quote you'll get the angle right and then bong will be like actually you're supposed to be lucy but you use nancy's voice or you know uh in quote so uh you know you got to think about the challenges of of i guess um her character trying to play that Mm -hmm. on both sides you know like yeah uh, and, and how interesting that was um which i I, I can appreciate. Yeah, uh, that's cool. That's cool. I didn't know that. I, and uh, I didn't know that it was going to be, uh, you know, I didn't think that that was going to be uh, such a difficult scene to film, but uh, there were some intricacies, I guess, that mm-hmm. that were. Another kind of thing I realized from this article, uh, the fourth thing that they mention is uh, that there's there are hints of Ivanka Trump in... Um, Tilda Swinton's character. Oh. So, um, it says, uh, there's a, quote, fake wokeness, Swinton says. Okay. Um, oh, interesting. Sh- shooting Oakja last summer, Swinton couldn't help but see some parallels between Lucy and Ivanka Trump. Uh, this is quoting, uh, Swinton here. Quote, I was standing in costume watching her on TV at the Republican National Convention in a very similar look. Like, oh, we're doing the same thing. <laughs> you know? Wow. Uh, it, here's another one. It, it's, quote, she wasn't exactly an inspiration, but more like a, a nightmare realization, end quote. Um, so oh, that's kind of interesting because some people see Ivanka as, you know, the gentler kind of... Um, um, the one to rein Trump in when he's yeah. gone off the deep end. Yeah. Um, and which is just bullshit yeah, because like yeah. while she was while she was opening the doors to the new embassy in Jerusalem Palestinians were being murdered right so fuck her and uh yep so 
and she's still a uh, kind of a global capitalist uh, elite oh, yeah. figure she's, that she's, uh, is, she's is, benefiting so much off of fucking Trump being president, and, no. and uh, she's not doing shit to help anybody, and uh, still. You know, exploiting uh, labor all across the world. Absolutely. Uh, but I just thought those things were kind of interesting. Um, thought that some of the uh, couple of the things in there were yep. kind of yep. kind of interesting about Tilda Swinton and and her role and uh, that scene in particular that yeah. you mentioned. Um, but overall, you know, I'm glad it ended. Uh, Happily, yeah, me you know? too. <laughs> I mean, it's it's tough to say that because there's you know the last couple of scenes are very intense, and it's almost a, a you know, Misha gets there just in time to stop, you know, spoiler mm-hmm. uh, to stop, um, uh, Okja from being killed. Yeah, uh, but you see some harsh things in that factory or whatever. Yeah, you do. Uh, so, but uh, but I you know. They do end up. Uh, Okja is liberated, and Misha mm-hmm. is able to live. Yeah, and know. she manages to uh, uh, another out in the um, the land where the the other pigs are kept. Um, mama pig or dad pig or whatever manages to push a little baby baby one out. So so she manages to to free um, Okja and and another one so i thought that was that was good um whereas unfortunately i I guess the rest of them still suffered the same fate yeah um a couple of them got out so that was that was good yeah for sure post-credit scene where uh it's one of my favorite scenes yeah um where you see um the driver of the um who who uh earlier spoke our favorite line of the film the driver of the truck um that was that was driving okja originally uh for the corporation uh joins the alf yeah and they all put on their masks on the bus that they're riding or whatever uh and there was there was an elderly lady yeah there was these two elderly folks that they handed masks to as well what am i supposed to do with this (laughs) (laughs) and it was uh yeah, it was it was super good. Yep. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed it, and um, we appreciate the suggestion. Absolutely. And uh, I uh, yeah, there was a lot there. So whatever your thoughts are out there on Twitter, um, there was some talk about about some you know GMOs, anti GMOs. That's a discussion that I haven't waded too deeply into. Right. Right. But There's if, a lot uh, there. If y'all have thoughts on that, on whether there was an anti or pro GMO position in this film, um, or what was present there, uh, please let us know what you think about that. That's something that, that's still a bit of a question for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, we appreciate you tuning in, uh, and uh, we will uh, let you know on Twitter this week what we're going to be doing next week. Um, and we do have some things in the works and some things uh, coming up that should be pretty exciting, pretty fun to do. So uh, we appreciate you again. So please give us a rating and review on iTunes if you find us on there uh, and subscribe to us. Um, that helps us greatly. And uh, check out the Patreon if you can. 
and uh, and we're uh, we're signing off. So again, thanks for tuning in. In solidarity, comrades.